Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. First World Order Radio. Finally. Finally. We are on the air. No doubt. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Proceeding in levels in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics and the group based on value with natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air same that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the group based on value with natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air same that your thoughts transmits it. You need to understand how magical this uh, something like this every Wednesday can become. So you need to start uh, getting your calendar right, get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intention straight out. All right. So I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages was to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories. Shit that works. You have activated pipe in which have produced this black chemical called melanin. What we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of Esoteric study and esoteric study. Playtime is over. Thank you very much, but it's it's really not trivia, it's big. African thinking, African philosophy is a big thing. But Africans think and Africans do in a different way. I'm in the pimped out old school, changeable, chocolate hazel butter, smothered in navy bean, interior, 65 something, no dreaming, side beams, 
light streams from faulty faucets, drinking false hopes. Wash our brain with soap, operatives lurk over shoulders at work. Frail supervisors, I feel super fly, snooker, super flex, Luca, referee, shooter, positions elevated. Ain't no guessing, ain't no reason, what's the purpose? Nothing's accidental, we met a long time ago. Age was cosmic, universal, before social changed its color of law. A book that I saw, equilibrium, stealth, comedian. You are trapped in this society. They live in a we society. And Europeans live in a me society. It's a different kind of concept. Spitting preacher, standing on the throne Secret keeper, mysteries known Days in at the horizon, the holiday end On Friday, Christmas weekend Trapped in the calendar, beastly transformations See, look, observations Cypher nano, pick the tempo, ratio Running from a dirty toe, Frito Eating Cheetos, I work three jobs Pay for three homes, Michael Reno and Tito Ten man line, the scarecrow the art did not even sign his name because the art was created for the whole people. And when you see the folk philosophy, the philosophy, the folk law. Yep, yep. Guess who's back? Once again, is your host for the evening, Blackwater the Metagician on First World Order Radio. Had a, a brief, uh, brief hiatus last week. I wasn't wasn't uh, available for um, a broadcast. Had a few things going on, but give thanks and give thanks to those who come before and, and those who will come. I want to give thanks to the First World Order family out there, princes and princes out there. Keeping it going, keeping it moving. Like, you know, that's that's where it is right like there, you know, that's keeping that melting strong and keeping us um off that medium. Like like it was uh, stated in the song, stay off the medium. But we're gonna talk about that a little bit with uh tonight's topic, which is uh on the on the level of media, but I'm gonna break it down in a, a more general sense of uh, where Professor Griff have um, came up with the, the concept of media as an acronym, uh, meaning maniac European devils in America. So I'm gonna take it from that light to break it down in, in, in a, a more in a, in a general, way so we can see it from different aspects, but and also from my metaphysical viewpoint. All right. So but first, before we get into all that, you know, tips and tricks that we. Tips are, are very are very uh, beneficial. So we was, uh, we already know what stress does and high stress levels, as we had spoke before, cause stress lines. And basically, stress lines are wrinkles. But if we get wrinkles on the outside, 
you know, his wrinkles on the inside too. So um, to help please stress, because you know, with stress, that's that's a decrease in the DHEA. You know, also that means that that's a decrease in uh, the production of hormones or essence that keeps the body flush away properly. So the best thing I'm gonna give you like I got seven good tips for for reducing stress. They're all pretty decent they, and they make sense when you're dealing with um your internal aspects. So first good tip is certain types of fats like omega threes. Omega threes found in um salmon or in fish there's clean fish that hasn't been caught up in mercury or that um, poker machine stuff or whatever going on over there. <laughs> My bad, but okay, but um and walnuts as well, flax seeds are higher in uh, omega threes and of course we need omega threes versus omega sixes. The omega sixes uh too much omega sixes of course increase inflammation in the body and the American diet is uh bombarded with omega sixes like you know, uh, no safflower, sunflower, canola oil is omega three, but we don't know necessarily how it's produced. It could be a byproduct of different oils, and then, you know, it comes out as omega-3 because it is a processed oil. But also, um, omega-3s are very beneficial for heart and uh, immune, for heart or cardiovascular health and also for immunity building the immune system. All right, um, folate. Folate is good for uh, regulating or producing the hormones that regulate, you know, moves. And so uh, those neurotransmitters uh, increase um, your regulation pro- uh, properties to divert from being depressed or having any type of symptomatic problems like that. In that sense. So, I teach. Y'all be safe. And if I follow with folate, I would, I would suggest Beets. That's uh, the most highly melanated. You're looking at it from that point of view, just by sight. But it's also high folate. So, but uh, asparagus, uh, regular. I mean, tarragella um, and tomatoes. Uh, tomatoes uh, can be acidic, but they also increase um, in the, what they call the yang inside of um, Taoism or traditional Chinese medicine as well. So an increase in yang means that's a depletion in yin. The yin is alkalizing. So uh, yang is acidifying. So you, we definitely want to increase the yin side of our, our being. So that would mean the water side of the essence of the kids' piece. All right. Okay. So, um, so as we, as we um, grow, and, you know, the body generally, in, in general is made of 80% water, 20% um, protein, or 20% fire, if you want to look at it like that. So the 20% versus the 80%, over time, the 80% is depleted due to an excess in, in yang. Even in the, the emotion, if the emotion is too fiery or aggressive, then it can decrease the essence or the yin side. So, I mean, we're born as 80% go and grow some certain aspects of the of the yang or the physical reality which would be based on the sight of fire. Uh it, it uh can uh, give us sometimes unintentional unintentionally it can give us little bumps in the road that 
we may say, you know, is controlling or is hurting or something like that, but this is it's part of the experience. But all in all, um, when stress is produced, it it can cause uh, depletion and health, but it can cause other things to produce outside of what's happening with the stress. But being that we are made of water, it's, the stress is the fire. So all this the stress on the outside causes us to um, internally as well. But we're we're going to talk more on that in, the, in as this uh, episode, as we go into this. Uh, when we talk, we're going to talk. All right. <laughs> All right, so dark chocolate, uh, 70% or better is a good to, is is an excellent because it, even though it's, they say, you know, caffeine or whatnot, this dark chocolate, the 70%, actually it's good because it has cortisol in it. It lowers the cortisol rate, you know what I'm saying? So that means that's that stress hormone, cortisol is that stress hormone, so it lowers that rate. Cortisol is produced whenever we have, like, that situation of fight or flight with the R-complex. When it's super vigilant and you know in a hypersensitive mode, uh, being that it is the, is the most primitive brain, the all complex or the reptilian brain, sometimes it gets into that that hypervigilant mode where it's always on on spasm or whatever. And I'm gonna talk about more of that on where where we spell harmonics and harmonics can affect at certain at certain uh, frequencies can affect us uh, negatively and can also by uh, entrainment. Or it, it tuning the brain waves to a certain frequency, it can cause certain. Uh, it can cause um, differentiation of, of thoughts by breaking. It's basically causing cleavages in the synapses. It's called the spaces. So the light or whatever the neurons ain't connected. And so when they're not connecting or firing properly, other issues can occur throughout the body because it's like a factory or something. You know, saying that certain. You know elements like in the, the machinery is not working properly, then the whole machine will fall apart, then that whole factory eventually, just because that one unit is not working properly, the whole factory is not going to work properly at that time period. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to shut down or delay the processing of that whatever that certain um, manufacturing company is making or create. You know what I'm saying? So when that is delayed, the creation process is delayed. So I mean, delay don't mean denied either. You know what I'm saying? That's a good tip for the day. Delay don't mean denied, you know what I mean? Just because something might seem like it's taking a few to get to a certain point or whatever. Remember, the point is already there. It's just, you know, time and space seems like it may be an infinity or an eternity to get to that certain point that's already an exactation inside of what we call time and space physical. It's already there. It's, it, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We get to that, too, a little bit somewhere, you know, as far as, like, with the monomics and the harmonics mixed in with some of the situation magic or just wordplay, basically word magic and how uh, words have been introduced to decrease um, intelligence. This basically subjugates the mind to bring about a certain degree of uh, desensitization to the apparatus of the higher self or the higher brain. You know, the cortex, cerebral cortex, and the, the limbic brain, or the neocortex as well. So when we're stuck in a hypervigilant or complex, the, the reptilian brain, we're always on that state of uh, fight or flight and ready to excrete cortisol or, or cortisol or, any, or adrenaline, basically, 
And when that happens, we know that increases the stress, so that means decrease in DHEA, and that means a decrease in our vitality or, or what creates our essence and keeps us younger and health, healthy and also having bite, bite, um, well, having uh, energy in the morning to get through the day, you know, and certain things like, you know, just being able to be mentally healthy, it enhances everything else, you know what I'm saying? So get the, get the spirit right, get the mind right, get the emotions together and tie it into the physical and everything will pan out. You know, so the other day, yeah, speaking of health, uh, oh, yeah, New organizations, well, not new organizations, four directions of health, but still pumping, but um, starting moving. We do good things, you know what I'm saying? We're doing a few things. I've been a little busy getting things together around here in my little area with certain uh, aspects of, of uh, what I, where I've been on my own, on, I guess you could say my personal experience and journey, but we're all included. It's not me by myself because I can't open up, you know, doors that are, are closed if I don't have a key. Somebody got to give me the key, you know what I'm saying, to unlock this door, so I get thanks to those who came before. But, uh, you know, since I got this piece of paper now or whatever, it was different when I didn't have this piece of paper. You know, I went knocking on Rick's and the YMCA's, and they looked at me like I was from, you know, what you want, bubble, you know what I'm saying, dude, you know what I mean, you know, whatever, horse or whatever. But get the piece of paper, is a little different. I get thanks to that, though, because... I see that even though it, and I'm not talking like this piece of paper, it's really the experience, you know. It's really, you know, getting get, getting to a point to where you like, this is it. This is, I'm going to stick to this. This is where assertiveness really plays in. And I, you want to see a result, you know, go through something for a, a period of time and actually gain and acquire the skill and, and the technique involved in that training and still inquire only to learn it and never become um, complacent or, or stuck, you know what I'm saying? Don't become so saturated in one's ego that we're not able to uh, learn and adapt to new ideas and methods. So, you know, black, being a black belt, now I go into uh, the local local um, community college over here in uh, I give thanks now. They, you know, they they really see that I'm serious. You know, you know that I'm serious. And so maybe out there and doing some things with the um with the students out at that school at that uh at the community college. Here's some put that good positive energy out there and uh give thanks. I give thanks. But um getting back to the app. So the other day I was uh. Some were speaking on stress, and uh, well, I'm just speaking on stress. But someone said that my hair was turning back. I got a trait from my pops where he had gray hair, like started getting gray at seven or eight. So he was all completely gray by the time he was like thirty, something late thirties. You know what I'm saying? Completely gray, all the way up to um, transit. You know, he was gray all the way up, gray hair or white hair, whatever you want to call it. But so I, I started getting mine like a twelve, but it, it got it got thicker after you know two years and thicker. Then I, I grew the locks out. It was it, you really couldn't see it, but when I got my hair cut, you could see the gray hair in my beard is still there. But when I got my hair cut, because I I, I might trim my beard down, so cutting it, I guess I don't know. But 
my hair. She someone looked at my hair and it's like, you know what? You know, that's my nickname. But anyway, your hair grow your hair look like it's getting black. look look at the roots, as a matter of fact. So, you know, lowering the stress level would would help and I and I think the most important thing, even though we haven't got through all seven, the most important thing for lowering stress level is deep breathing. Just deep breathing. Just conscious deep breathing. Get some good deep breathing exercise. I'm going to go into one in a few seconds. That's what was taking me for a few minutes to get together and get online. I'm just uploading and still processing. I would upload an audio clip for the purpose of, uh, I forgot, yes, I thought I had it, but it was the video, and I, I didn't, you know, you can't, you can't have a video and, and play it. So, what, what, you know what I'm saying? So, I uh, like, I gotta get this. So it's, yeah, it's good now. So in a few few minutes, we're gonna go into a fifteen minute chakra open opening meditation. But yeah, she, she was like, "Yeah, your hair turning back up. Great." Even her husband looked at my hair and was like, "Yeah, you so weird. I mean, turn back black. It's like so, it's so weird." So I, I mean, I looked at it and I was like, "Man, maybe it is. I ain't even paid attention to it in the you know in that manner." But I was like, "Okay, maybe it is." And um. I get things, but I think it's more or less is due to certain. Like I, I do uh, a lot of coconut oil. I do um, the acetacetin. I'm trying to tell you, I don't know. It's like some superhuman shit. You know what I mean? That acetacetin. I, I don't got it in here right now. It's in the kitchen and cabinet. But um, acetacetin. I don't want to spell it wrong. Uh, I will look it up. Acetacetin later on. But um, that may be what's helping. It's A X M T A X A N T. Um, let me see. Acetacetin. I'm on keywords. I'm just gonna walk in here and get it since I'm talking about it. Ain't nothing but a I step into the kitchen. So, stay with me. You know, I ain't walking with my head in the in the box though, so you know I'm out the box. I'm gonna keep my head so I don't run in there. I keep all the lights off so the dog in your face. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it is acetaxanthin. A S T A X A N. T-H-I-N, acetaxanthin. We talked about it before. It's a super antioxidant, so it keeps the cells from rusting, so that means to keep the cell from acidifying, keep it watery, keep your immune system strong, but keep the vitality strong, but that's also increasing longevity and increasing youthfulness. So keep your fluid, keep your fluid, you like, you know what I'm saying? Keep it weighted. And another it's going to build up a protective layer, too, after a while, if you enhance it by doing uh, uh, practicing deep conscious breathing like qi guns and tai chi and things like that, because since the body ain't got to heal, it has, it's going to produce protection. It's going to produce those other, those other bodies, those creative bodies, those energy bodies. That's going to that's going to help with uh, protection as well. So all those different bodies doing those different things interlocking together, and that's what's also what's occurring. We're going to talk about the banana in a minute. Because uh, that's based on some of that same principles of uh, two inner locking circles that are going in opposing manners, but producing 
what would look at as a, a globe. I, I put that on the slide so those it's the um BBC news broadcast, but you know that globe that's a monomic circle, but inside of the monomic circle is um different elements of uh of scissor magic but we will speak on later later on in the episode too. But um first and foremost I was gonna go we're gonna go into a brief fifteen minute a fifteen minute meditation. I'm gonna speak on a few things though about um about Lama Yoga. Alright, so Lama Yoga is an ancient type of yoga in Tibet, from Tibet, the Tibetan Lama Yoga. It was devised by a guru entitled Padamasa Riposha. Tibet. It's basically a set of exercises that developed from yoga, but it's a, a very hard type of yoga. But it developed into a kung fu called Lion Lord. And um, this kung fu was based on um, an element of meditation that produced the energy called, well, that would enhance the energy called the lung. And that's spelled L-O, well, L-U-N-G, like lung, but pronounced lung, like lung. So this energy is divine energy. All right, so the, this divine energy is, is similar to uh, what we call prana or kundalini or, or chi. So the lung energy in Tibet is the all permeating essence of existence. It's the hidden light of the intelligence, you know, it's the infinite hidden light of the intelligence, the immortal infinite hidden light of the intelligence. It's us, it's, it's everything, you know, it's, mel- it's melanin. So when lung is, is enhanced or produced, the uh, Tibetan monks learned that it was a practice, a certain breathing technique that could not only enhance the production of it, but it would also help with the processing of it properly so it wouldn't fall back or regress into the lower states or the three lower chakras. Um, so, you know, most um, meditative practices or when we are attempting or we're going through the initiation of raising the, the kundalini energy or the energy that sits within the, um, the cerebral spinal fluid, when we are uh, practicing for the, the first processes of it, we start at the lower or the base chakra in most, in most um, meditative practices to open up or to bring up their energy. In the Tibetan Lama Yoga practice, it begins in the solar plexus because consciousness, man consciousness, begins to expand from the solar plexus. So they consider the the lower chakras as belonging to the higher range of the animal life, the R complex, whereas the higher chakra marks the beginning of the evolution of the higher man. The higher chakra will be equivalent to, um, you could say, the um, solar plexus or the, the um, manipulator. You have the maladara, the sabasahatana, I think, the manipulator, the um, Vashanoa, uh, 
the Asna and the Sahasrara. If I'm not mistaken, mistaken the Sahasrara is the thousand lotus petals. Um, the Anahata is the heart chakra. The Vishuddha is the throat chakra. The Asna is the first eye. Sahasrara, that's the ground chakra, the um, thousand lotus um, opening up from the crown chakra. Also, they represented that as horns on a basement or in other esoteric terms, it was represented as horns because the ancient Shemitic uh, um, priest said that it felt as if horns were rising from the left and right cerebral areas, the frontal lobes, and coming out, you know what I'm saying, as horns, as the energy, the left and right brains were starting to connect. It was like spiraling energy coming from those directions. And, and now we mistake that. You know that information is something being demonic or devilish. Okay, so long, long energy when it's raised up, and we're going to bring it in, or, or in general, we're going to um, begin a meditation from the heart region, and then allow it to go down into the root chakra, then back to the solar plexus, then out of the crown chakra or the um, the the um, sahasrara. The, the crown chakra, the, the violet color, and the pineal gland. So we, what we're going to do is try not to, uh, I'm going to try not to monopolize this part. Well, it's, it's all good. We're going to run this current. You know what I mean? It's all going to go in and flow like green water. It ain't been um, diluted and so-called uh, purified <laughs> and whatnot. So, um, the heart chakra has the sound, or the solar plexus region actually is the uh, manipada, has the sound of Ram involved. So Ram goes right into um, Ram, which is Ram has Ram has horns, and he's on the hill. So the hill means the mountain, mountain or whatever at the top, crown chakra. Ram, the horns coming out of the crown chakra. So you start in this region because um, we, we speak, we spoke on the heart region. A few times being where, more in general, a majority of the electromagnetic energy is uh, generated from this area in place of what we would think of as the mind being uh, one of the doings of or the holders or being the, the actual um, placeholder where this energy would be um, in abundance, but it's actually received more and transmitted more from the heart, reach, plexus reach. All right, so we're going to start from there. Then, so basically, it's taking a breath in. And um, this is uh can be an intense exercise or exercise. So it, you're going to go real slow with it, but I'm going to keep it right in the jack. All right, so what we're going to do is breathe in through crown chakra and allow Myself to see a central line going down in the in the center of our body all the way down to the root chakra from the crown chakra, and imagine it as it goes down, it turns into a vase from the diaphragm or right there at the solar plexus. It opens up the vessel opens up into a vase like a flower vase where you put flowers or whatnot in, and it opens up right there. And as the energy goes down to the root chakra. With that first breath, then we take another breath. It's a double breath exercise. So we take one in the nose, then we inhale again into the nose, and then we allow the energy to, 
accumulate, settle, and hold that breath. Bring it up to the solar plexus region. Exhale out the nose very lightly, very gently. Exhale out the nose. Then allow the energy to spiral to the left in the solar plexus region. Then allow the energy to spiral to the right in the solar plexus region. Then allow it to go back down to the root chakra, to the heart region, not the solar plexus, but the heart chakra. Then breathe out. Longer than the inhalation, and bring the stomach all the way as close as possible to the spine while allowing the energy to go out and shoot out of the pineal gland. So I just I just talked through it, and it's going to be a little bit different when we actually go through the meditation, but the same principles will be included. So We'll breathe in through the Sahasrara, the crown chakra. Allow the energy to go down the middle, sagitly, right down the middle vessel. This will be the vagus nerve, basically, and the olfactory nerves. But allow it to go down that, and then it's going to spread out like a vase into the sacral nerves that are connected to the um, to the central nervous system, down to the sacral nerves, all the way to it that are included. To going to um, the area where the hips are, are joined in. So, those two reasons, imagine it turns into a vibe. Allow it to go down to the root chakra area, inhale again, bring it up to the solar plexus region, right there at the sternum, breathe out a little, not, not the whole exhalation, allow it to spiral to the left and spiral to the right. Breathe in again, allow the energy to go back down to the root chakra, bring the energy up to the heart chakra, then exhale. Drop your head when you exhale. Drop your head and relax your whole body and allow the energy to come up into your pineal gland or the, the, um, the first eye region, the crown chakra. I'm going to. Um, about to go back, rewind, selecta. Rewind, selecta. Let's see if we do have access to uh, to the 15-minute chakra. And I don't see it. And I don't see it. I don't want to check here. Says ready. Let me bear with me one minute. Let me like this. Allow me to introduce myself. All right. Yeah, it's a 15-minute chakra opening. So if you didn't understand it, go back through it. But basically, it's going to be a 15-minute chakra opening. So it's going to go through. It, the sound's going to go through all the chakras. The 15 it's real brief. They have long ones, hours, three hours, six hours, eight hours, 24 hours. Eight. You can sleep through it, you know, the whole chakra opening. Uh, meditation music. I got an eight-hour one. Um, give thanks to uh, Dr. Eileen for um, sharing that. That is a, like the eight-hour uh, for intelligence or uh, and, and memory and alertness. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's good for uh, studying and and uh, taking in information. So yeah, that that helps out uh, the day-to-day sometimes at times. So I'm gonna play this, but 
um, if you can recall how their meditation is, from the crown chakra down to the middle vessel, all the way down into the um, root chakra region. That's the first breath to breathe in again. Bring it up to the solar plexus region. Exhale out just a touch, maybe 20% out the nose. Then spot the energy to the left, spot to the right. Breathe in again, allow the energy to go to the root chakra region once again. Then bring the energy up to the heart chakra region. Then after that, exhale, drop your head down. It, don't force it down too hard, but drop it down to where you can feel your, your head, your energy just relaxing in the shoulders and everything, and allow the energy to go out to the crown chakra or come to this crown chakra and say, all right. So that, that's uh, called box breathing, basically, but that enhances uh, vitality by introducing uh, blood flow throughout the body. This is going to increase heat in the body. I, I didn't go through one aspect of the exercise, and that is the dynamic of actually tensing the muscles and then relaxing the muscles after that last breath on the sh. So you will actually tighten up all the muscles on the first inhalation. So when we in heaven, on that first one, we will tighten all the muscles in the body, even in the meditative posture. You know, I practice this now um, in the morning, and I I actually had it was a few weeks, it was a few months ago when um, the seasons were changing, and I had mucus build up, and it was coming out, and I was like, oh boy! So I started. I it's not it give thanks because it was just like that week, like that month. It was within the same time frame, so. I went through a couple of the um, meditations, which basically build up it builds up heat in the body, or it builds up bloom, prana, or um, certain elementals that exist within the ions that we breathe in. So these negative and positive ions uh, can enhance uh, health and increase vitality. But when we're doing it in, in this uh, manner of um, relaxation and tension, and we're holding the breath, it's going to cause uh, a very strong in, increasing of the flow of blood through the circulatory system because we're going to go, we, enhancing it by going and, and tightening up the um, blood vessel, so restricting the blood. Then when we release it and the breath at the same time, we put oxygen within the blood that's purifying it and cleaning out any acidic type of effects by holding it, breathing out that's the carbon dioxide or whatever, any other type of toxins being released very strongly with that extra pump and that impulse, that, you know. So it's, it's good for that, but I noticed that actually it um, relieved the, the problem of the, the mucus because it, it was in my throat, and I was like, <laughs> no, that other good stuff. You know, so I'm like, uh-uh, that got to come up out of there. So... I think that that morning or the next morning, because I felt it that morning, I like that morning and the next morning, it was gone by the next morning. But I did a, a couple of sets. I mean, really going in on it, too, with a, um, a sauna suit, one of them plastic suits on. So I sweated it out real good and uh, did those uh, those two um, Tibetan Lama yoga exercises. Well, it, it, it exercises as well, but they also increase uh, what we call fascia. Or strength, this fascia are the it's the muscles that connect muscle tendons to ligaments. It's like the it's the fluid that connects all those. So it's the muscle or the muscle. 
So basically, I would, you can look at it like that. It's like this watery type of substance or elasticy type of substance that connects organs and muscles and skin and everything, all that together. So when you when we're increasing it, it's actually strengthening organs as well as tendons, ligaments, and, and, uh, and muscles. That's why the Qigong is very valuable because it's increasing health within our um, within our endocrine system as well. So that's our immune system. All right, all right. So we're just gonna we're gonna um, breathe in that manner, breath, and remember don't. Don't really put any, you know, thought into it like that. The Thignatang, um, that's how you pronounce it. I believe that's that's correct. But it uh, states that, you know, meditate just to meditate sometimes. You know what I mean? So that's a old book. Thignatang. But, uh, oh, oh, yeah, well, um, going into it. With the meditation, real quick, and go ahead and put that on. Just uh, we're just gonna just breathe and just meditate, just to meditate. You can focus on it. Um, well, you can go through that that process of the um, the boss breathing now if you want to. But that this is the 15 minute chakra opening, and I was gonna I was expressing that maybe will possibly if that's on you. You know, you can come from start at the heart chakra, then go down. Well, start at the crown chakra. Go bring you down to the heart chakra, then to the root chakra. And as they touch, come back up to the solar plexus region, store it, spiral it. That's going to enhance heart chakra region as well. Then bring it back down. Then go to the heart chakra region with all that energy. Then let it go back to the pineal gland region and store it. Then do that two times. You can do it with the um, with the, uh, the uh, other part of the, Exercise included as well. The tension part where you tighten up all your muscles, if if you would like. That's kind of. I mean, in the meditation posture, it it actually increases the um, production of the cerebral spinal fluid because you're going to be pressing in on your. If you're sitting in the um, lotus or the half lotus, well, you know, I ain't sitting in the full lotus, but if you're sitting in the lotus, then your your foot, your the heel of your foot is going to press into that region right there and activate. the sacral nerves a little bit more so by by actually it's going to, you you're going to activate it by sitting in that position too, but you're going to, by pressing your feet and, and tension up your muscles, it turns it on a little bit more. And you you know say if you sit in that position in the um in the lotus, not the full lotus again, but the lotus where your feet are, both feet are up, full lotus and then fold over into the lotus and look the whole body looks like a lotus, then lower it. Takes, that requires time and effort. That's another type of gung fu. <laughs> For real, you know, that's, that's that gung ho gung fu. All right. Um, all right, so I'm going to put this on. And like I said, it's up to you to go through that meditation like that. But this this is for what we're going to talk about in the next few minutes as far as media and the medium that is um, pretty much, uh, as we spoke on before, it's a it's a blockage. It's like a dam or whatever. You know, it's a levee. You know, we're about to put that daggone bomb on this levee and blow it up because it's physical structure that's uh, has captivated a lot of uh, a lot of potential is uh, becoming a, a nuisance somewhat to the growth pattern. And it's, but it's slow process. But so we are here. 
to um, enlighten each other on certain applications that could uh, bring about that peace, prosperity, protection, and good health in a, in a, a more abrupt manner. You know, just imagine what it would be like if we were actually tapping into self. Just that black dot, you know what I'm saying? Just that black little space right there. That's it's all in nature. This all was intended was for us to be self, that cell, that first cell. Now, I mean, you know, create the creation that we are, or if the reforming of objects is through, you know, with, based on the law of conservation, can't destroy or create energy. We can only, you know, we, we can only transform it to another state or to another form. So as we do that, are we going to be regulated by the conditioning of what the form is, or can we focus or refocus our energy to regenerate our energy inside to formulate a reality outside that's more on the aspect of us not looking at the chaos as it's being created? In general, it's our feelings looking at it or the senses looking at it, because it's chaos as it's being created because we keep looking at the same chaos. So we're going to keep seeing that. But if we go into a natural process of just being, you know, when a catastrophic event happened thousands, thousands, thousands of times, those people that inhabited one part of the planet Earth didn't necessarily know it was a catastrophic event happening on the other side. Although it was chaos over there, it was, you know, tranquility or whatever over here. It may, it, eventually it folded over maybe and got, to, you know, to that point as well. All I'm saying is, when chaos is happening, still got to go through the creation process and not get caught up on the, the feeling or emotion of it, but it's things that have been introduced through what we would call the, like the sigil magic, the harmonics, the, and the, the mm-hmm. mnemonic circles, as well as um, through the GMO and through heart that's based on the harmonics, as well as the chemtrails. So all these different elements that's, that's in, involved inside of this um, trauma mind control effect or whether, you know, the mind control effect that's been manipulated by what uh, we, would, we would call them uh, MK Ultra or whatever, but this is basically a Cavastock or 13 families or whatnot. But uh, we're going to talk about Cavastock because basically we're going to get to that. But like I said, I wanted to get to the 15-minute chakra opening so we would have uh, a peace of mind. This is information is being, um, as, as I uh, bring this information to the table, it, it's already, you know, we may know about some of this stuff, but we're just going to talk about what to do and have fun with it. And, and we're going to talk about us. So that's where, that's what counts, you know what I'm saying? That's where it is. All right. So I'm going to play this. We're going to get our chakras enhanced and open them up and just be, we're already open anyway, Just but this is for some of this information because it's from the heart, you know what I'm saying? So everything that is happening in our reality outwardly, remember, it, the horizons of it, as it comes up, is from the heart, from the the Haru. So that's the light and that's the you know, that's the day. So as we go forth into the light, Pachin Haru or superhero, 
Super means to go forth, and Heru meaning light. So as we go forth into the light, we have to recall that, you know, certain aspects of this reality don't want us to walk in that manner. So we got to just stay out, stay us, stay different. You know what I mean? Don't don't do don't be in the norm. All right, but just fifteen minutes chakra opening to uh, just enhance certain things. We just have fun with it. All right, so um, let's just ride for fifteen. Be right.
thing. So, um, yeah, that was powerful right there. If you went through the the box breathing, you uh you probably come out of it. Uh, you would sense a, a tingling type of heat going through the body, especially in the heart region, shoulder places region. Uh, reason being is uh, create something called Dumo Fire. It's T U M M O Dumo Fire. And it's, uh, it, it basically means uh, yoga of the inner psychic heat. This is what the guru, Padmasabha Ripoche, he uh, renamed it the system of uh, soul plexus breathing uh, Dumofa. But that system was already developed. But it's, it's like I was speaking on earlier, it's a, it's a very rigorous type of yoga, a different type of exercises and meditations. Uh, that is the basic meditation for the to get the general idea of how to breathe through the exercises and the postures. So that's the, like the one of the, um, the fundamental, the most fundamental part of it would be that breathing exercise. Because without that, it's just doing the movements. It's not really enhancing anything. But um, that breath can, like I said, can increase vitality and health by. Um, Increasing that, especially when you're putting your, doing those things like supplementation or putting light into the body and alkalizing by doing these exercises and exercises, it enhances the health because it's going to produce those other aspects of self, those layers. All right, so um, also that with that Dumo Fire, it's very simple. Um, well, the Dumo Fire and the Loom, the Loom is very similar to. It is basically prana. So with prana, we have different different systems with different titles of uh, what the energy is called. But the the reason that starting at the solar plexus region uh, versus the root chakra is because uh, we got to go into that. It's uh, working at the level of the base center can create... uh, the sensual side of nature, the animal consciousness. And if we start that, it would be easier to regress back into that, uh, the animal consciousness or that aspect of self, the lower self. So by establishing our awareness in our solar plexus, it will enhance our consciousness when it, when the um, actual, the moon or the prana or the community energy is rising, plexus um, channel, and then goes up to the heart chakra and throat chakra, then back to the region of the first time, crown chakra, then it um that process will increase the vitality and uh, the higher regions of the cortex and the limbic brain. But if it goes back down and it regresses, because if if it starts at a certain point, then it's, regre- it's going to go back to where it's initiated from. That's just that, you know, 360. So if the 360-degree circle starts or initiates at a certain point, it's going to always go back around to 360 degrees. So if I start off or initiate uh, the processing of my uh, energy and motion from the uh, base level of the animalistic nature, then I have the potential and sometimes the tendency to regress or go back into that animal consciousness just from the initiatory point of that, you know, of that uh, move. So, 
by starting at the heart region, if regression does take place, guess what? We will go back to the heart region. All right, so that is one of the reasons for that. And um, coming out of the speaking when we're speaking on prana and um, how prana is very or a uh, lungenzi divine energy prana. Toward it, I'm gonna read this out of uh, first um, world order on Dr. Lung. Stays right here. I don't have a page in the book. This is a chronic physics states that man is physically made up of the remnant of stardust. In addition, prana means the life life force energy is the color of blood, like a ruby red gem. The seed of prana is in man at the heart. Prana is the sum total of all energy that is manifested in the universe. It is the sum total of all latent forces and powers which are hidden in men and which lie everywhere around us. Heat, light, electricity, magnetism, and all manifestations of prana. They are all manifestations of prana. Designs of pranayama by Swami Sitabhadana. Prana has the same color as the Kundalini, the serpentine fire, red, as it rests half asleep at the root base chakra or sacral plexus in, the, in man. Therefore, prana and Kundalini are one and the same. The Kundalini is the force that gives life and animates the physical body. The divine soul falls or fails to earth and incarnates in human beings. This is Lucifer, the light bringer. Coming to earth, in other words, the Kundalini soul falls through a vortex and through the soft spot of the head of a fetus child called the crown chakra heaven. It strikes first in the pineal gland, heaven, then the pituitary gland, then the thyroid gland. In the thymus gland, earth, then the pancreas, organ, the solar plexus region, then the sacral plexus, and finally down to the prostate gland of males and uterus and the females, uh, held, where the Kundalini rests half asleep until it is awakened and risen upward. All right, so prana is the, um, is the basically, it's life force energy. It's the, it's the breath. It's, uh, it's, it's the elementals that's within the breath, and it's the intelligence that creates the elementals within the breath. It's the, it's, it is what it is. It is everything it is all. It's just melanin, you know, basically, or, or not. So um, that prana is very important, or lunar energy, and where does prana um, establish? The seat of prana is in man is at the heart region. So when we, te- when we speak on the, a word like uh, you know, which is derived from the word medium, media is the singular form of the word medium. But what is located in the middle, which medium means basically it can be broken down to middle. All right, so what is in the middle of the physical body? Or what is the middle chakra? We have three high chakras and three. The middle chakra is the heart chakra, the heart region. Prana in man is stored at where? In the heart region. The media or the medium, the middle. And so when we look at the heart region, we also can look at the words, the different words. But um, let's start with basically, um, we're going to the biblical uh, aspect of media or Madaya, which is uh, Madaya is a country in Asia, but... um, Medaya 
or Madia was a son of Japheth, right? So, you know, Japheth was a son of Noah, she and Japheth, um, Ham, right? Or Abraham. Let me make sure. Yeah, 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 Japheth. All right, but, um, so, right here out of uh, the good book, um, The Deceiving of the Black Race, by Moses Farah, states that um, right here in eight five okay, it says Jaffa Fair may be the root word, okay, Jaffa means extent, second son of Noah, all right, Noah, Jaffa, okay, um, may be the root word in allusion to the light reflection of the people. I said, um, uh, uh, oh, okay. Jaffa fair may be the root word in allusion to the light complexion of the people of the Japhetic races who occupied the Isles of Greece, coast of the Great Sea, Mediterranean, and Asia Minor, Asia, and Europe. Jaffa, meaning large, one of the three sons of Noah. The descendants of Jaffa, uh, Jaffa occupied the Isles of Gentiles, the coastlands in the Mediterranean Sea, in Europe and Asia Minor. Whence they spread abroad northward across the whole continent of Europe and considerable, and considerable portions of Asia. Only four verses only four verses are devoted to Jaffa in Genesis, and his descendants are referred to as the Gentiles, but never are the Semites or Hamites so designated. The major emphasis in this chapter be on Shem and Ham, the project of progenitors of the black race. So what he is stating is that the Jaffa, the fair complexion, extended the um, the Semites and Hamitic lineage by saying that Jaffa means extended, yet they were not of the complete stock. They were um, not 100% or first order. Uh, in large Noah's um, lineage, yet they were fair skinned. They are, the Jaffa are the ascendants of those um, Europeans that we call Caucasians, as well as those um, the the um, uh, the Hiscos that went into Egypt or Kimite or Mithraim, Tamaray, and um, eventually came out even whiter or, or with a fairer skin complexion after years of uh, interbreeding with other fairer skins located in that area. But these Egyptians are fair skinned whereas the um, Kushites, or the Kushites being the Ham, one of the sons of uh, of Noah, had four sons, Kush, Mizraim, uh, Put, and Cain. You know, Kush is uh, Ethiopia. The burnt faces, but Kush meaning black as well. Mizraim is Kemet, meaning, meaning uh, black or dark. So uh, those two sons are two land masters. Those two sons of Ham, Ham meaning uh, dark, you know, it's where it's the um, it's the one of the roots of root words of uh, kin, and um, so the the the, the well the ascendants of the Kushites is the Hamites or Ham, and Ham and also the Shemites and the ascendants well the descendants of the Shemites will be the Israelites. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, so 
that would be the other the other half of the equation as far as um, when we're looking at um in the broadcasting of some of the information has been um diaspora moved across certain lands. But those individual Japheths are um the ascendants of the so called Caucasian race or the European. And that is um a son media or Medaya son of JFAC. And JFAC was the son of uh son of Noah. One of the three sons of Noah that extended um Abraham or whatnot, you know, that Abraham have uh, spread out like the sands of the ocean, you know, it's the allegory though. How how um, we move. Okay, so metaphysically, um, and this is coming out of uh, the metaphysical Bible dictionary by Charles Stillmore, but metaphysically states right here that um, um, media, media, the idea of sufficiency enters into the significance of of media and media only as the physical in man is raised to spiritual understanding and realization. Media, also media or media means um, abounding, Sufficiency measure also means middle proportion or in the midst, the mid lane, being where it was located inside of our Asia. Uh, so, um, media, as far as biblically or inside of a, as far as a landmass concerned, the word means sufficiency. And metaphysically, sufficiency is only acquired by um, the physical man raising the understanding of spirituality and realizing or becoming or, uh, I guess, obtaining self-realization and obtaining knowledge itself. So, the, you know, the spiritual understanding or the spiritual uh, understanding, basically that's um, a comprehension of the intelligence and acknowledging the intelligence within all. So that's spiritualizing everything. When the full eye, when thine eye, you know, the final land is filled with light, the nine whole body is filled with light. So when one obtains that spiritual understanding or when we gain that light or that sense of direction properly and we are in tune with that natural process, then that's why I guess that's when the self realization takes place and um or media takes place. So media in the metaphysical sense means the raising of the energy properly and what is the media it's the middle or the midland, so it's from the heart region, raising the energy from the heart or or initiating our purpose and our intent from the heart region, basically, you know what I'm saying, and having that love intent, which was on a, it was on a, a different path of, of the fear intent. Even though these are just words, it's, the, it's what the words imply. And we're going to talk about spiritual magic, so, you know, and, and how these things can affect and change the, our molecular structure. All right, so that's um, media from a biblical point of view, <clears throat> right? So remember the media or middle, middle point of our chakra system is the heart reason. So we've got to remember what's going on. And now we're going to, I'm going to go into what media is from a little bit of just a, from a different angle. I looked at the word media to break it down to maniac European devils. In America, as um, the good brother Professor Griffith died, 
has uh, has came with that the intelligent and intuitive concept, which makes a lot of sense. So I'm gonna break it down from a metaphysical somewhat point of view. Remember, metaphysical language is uh, the reforming or the retransformation of the words that have always been introduced to open up a different portal of thought. So it's a different avenue or a different vortex of uh, understanding or, or um, bringing in a different sense of what is of, of, of value that's already. So it's increasing the value somewhat of 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 what not. Really, this is what it is, and, or it's a piece. This is what it is. This is how I said. <laughs> maniac European devils in America. If you look at the word maniac, right, and we got um, we got you know crazy, deranged, insane, uh, madness. All right, so insanity, but a frenzy. So maniac is one who is deranged. All right, so over, you know, that's just from that point of view. You also have mania in there, but mania means mind, the mind that is crazy or deranged. But one who is deranged. So European, uh, mania European. So European comes from um, the Phoenician word Everett. So Europe, Europe or Europa is a Phoenician princess who in one of the um, mythological stories of Greece, Zeus seducted and um, and made his like little slave, little slave or not, but Europe means to go down into or to set. Phoenician, the Phoenician definition of the word Europe uh, where the word Europa is derived from means evening or west. It also has an Arabic derivation of Maghrib, meaning west. Right? Assyria is Arabic, but it means night as well as sunset. Right? And versus Asu, which means sunrise. So Asu were uh, very similar to Asuru phonetically. And so Sunrise means Asu, or Asura, which would be um, Osiris, or Lord of the Perfect Darkness, and Medu Natir. All right, so Medu Natir, Medu means divine. That's also where Medu Media, or whatnot. So, but that's a word, or I mean, divine word. Medu Natir means word. Medu means word. I'm mean, not a divine. Natir means divine. So. As far as definitive others, so Madu meaning word, you know, we're going to talk about those words in a second. So media or uh, mania, um, maniac European, European is derived from Europa, Europa is derived from Irit, Irit means um, west or evening or dark, because building with sunset or night. So Irit, Europe, means dark, but it is maniac. So the maniac part is the deranged darkness or deranged melanin. So um, also, Iris or in Greek, Iris or what we get is the Greek derivation of Iris is Iris, meaning wide, broad, or countenance. Countenance also uh, means light or um, bright. So Iris meaning the range light or the range hidden light. 
or deranged shit in light of intelligence, basically deranged melanin again. So um, the hidden light of the intelligence is deranged as far as it, it being concerned mainly a European. So mainly a European devil. The devil aspect will be, in general, the same devil basically means evil spirit. So when you're dealing with um, low vibration of a, well, low vibration intelligence, you're dealing with evil, basically. So um, if it's on a lower vibration, that means it's deranged, and that means it's also stuck in the root chakra, chakra region, and in the lower two um, chakras versus raising up to the solar plexus region and to the heart region, and then going up back to its point of origin, which would um, be um, the black dot. Now, it's still, so that cycle, that divine cycle in the Chishin or Shin the Tir is occurring. Um, so this, um, so we have maniac European, so that's um, deranged, melanin, and then we have uh, devil, which is low vibrating intelligence or evil spirit. So that's uh, pretty much that black snake moment. You know what I'm saying? That's that coming in stuck in the lo- lower self. You see that movie. You notice, you know, just look at the symbology within it, but you're stuck in the lower self. Um, certain sounds will bring about certain changes as well in that movie. You see, you're playing that guitar. Samuel Jackson played that guitar and was doing certain things that that are uh, that European right there. So um that bright that bright lady <laughs> pink coat. But good thanks, you know, what what not. All right, so this is the ranged melanin right here. Maniac European. So deranged melanin, low vibrating intelligence in um is within or internal America. So America in Amir meaning ruler and Ra Ka Ra light Ka spirit. So that would be ruler of the spirit of light, also or ruler of the infinite hidden light of the intelligence. Um basically melanin again, but uh, ruler of or uh because uh America Rika or Rek means power or rams, power realm. So it's um the range melanin, an evil or okay, the range melanin, a low vibrating intelligence, in within the um, source of the infinite hidden light, or within the source, within melanin. Yeah, so it's the range melanin, a low vibrating intelligence residing within the source. So it's basically what they're saying, it sounds like to me, it's saying um, second-order entities that are dwelling within first-order entities. So it's, that's where we go back to the vampire thing, where we have energy vampires that take um, melanated subjects and become um, attached to them like parasites, but they, the melanated subjects are now, we are now hosts will be um, somewhat like a vehicle for the energy vampire. So what happens when a vampire strikes and, and bites a, a victim? They become a vampire too. They become a host, and they do the visions of the vampire. It's not necessarily getting bit or getting sucking up blood or nothing like that, but it is uh, a, an habitual 
type of well, it's a repetitive type of thing that's taking place externally that is creating this derangement of melanin. Okay, so maniac European devils in America, deranged melanated intelligence. All right, so within the uh, source of life. So the deranged melanated intelligence is what came out the cave, so to speak. All right, it came out the dark. You know what I'm saying? The allegory. So it's the opposite of, you know, we're dealing with polar the duality. It would be the opposite sensation. It would be love and you got fear, right? So the reason being that certain things are the way they are because when you're dealing with melanin, you got to remember melanin is a, a very civilizing chemical that can reproduce itself. It's a free radical scavenger. It can be transformed into blood, concentrates very brain information. It, I mean, it does all types of things. It, it can withstand temperatures of up to, what, 1,200 degrees and higher. It resists um, acids. And alkaline is uh, found in everything from spring, water, lakes, atmosphere, animals, the sky. It's everywhere. It's in everything. You can't go to bed without it. You know, it's in melatonin, so you're going to go to bed with it. So melanin is, is everywhere and in everything. That's the concept of God. So, you know, to know thyself is to know the universe and know God. So, the rain melanin intelligence within the source or second order entity, vampires, taking on um, or gain control by brainwashing, basically, or traumatic um, or trauma of mind control situations are taking on first world order entities or melanated beings through certain um, ritualistic, you could call it satanic or whatever, but it is low vibrating intelligence. So if you have a highly evolved melanated civilizing person or mentality, not person, but human or or um, being or whatnot, but if you have this individual dual self as melanated uh, being that is civilizing, has civilizing chemicals, that means you have morals. So what's the flip of morals is immoral. So things that are happening outside of in the external reality that we call being uh, manipulated and controlled by this hidden hand is due to the fact of that deranged melanin. All right, so that immoral nature. So it will be the polarity of what melanin is on the level of it being from dark to light, coming out the dark cave into the light of the snow or, or the sun, you know what I'm saying? So the physical reality. I mean, this is only an allegorical sense, yet and still, you know, some things that we mention in verbalization or vibration of sound has the capability of also having the actualization of physical event. So, yeah, it is what it is. So getting back to um, the topic, mainly European devils in America, that's deranged melanin, and, uh, melanated, deranged melanated intelligence. Basically, that's, uh, you can fractionalize that down to, to a couple of things, but basically it will be um, toxic material being introduced into 
the body, even if it's a thought, you know what I'm saying, but being introduced into the acoline of ourselves, which will be um, the emptiness of ourselves, but basically that is also the yin side or the dark side because that's that water. So that yin side is the dark side, but that's that emptiness, that's that cave. So the cave is the empty, you know what I'm saying, it has the potential to be able to put something into it, the mind. So if someone is externally manipulating our cave and putting something in there, then we're being brainwashed or, or whatnot or, or something like that, hypnotized and brainwashed and then led on to do certain things that we can not necessarily do. So, uh, But um, my take on media from that aspect, so also media is mis- it goes into meso, which is middle, halfway, or midway. You can look at the word mediate. Mediate means to divide into two equal parts. So that's in the middle or to divide, basically. And um, miso goes back into the word misty, which is uh, old French for messiah. The word messiah or masha is the word for, it's the word anointed. But we recall, we go back to um, masha, well, anointed is talking about karas. And karas, uh, we have ka, which means basically um, darkness or black in, um, in Sanskrit. So we have ka. But Khan goes into Hari Krishna. So we have Hari Krishna, and Hari goes back into Hoth, or Hot, Haru, go back to the medium, or media. So both words, Masai and Haru, or uh, both words, uh, anointed and Haru, or Hot, are, are the same, or the words, here, going back into the word, um, Christ, meaning uh, anointed or, or Christos, going back to the word Masha, but also ties into the word Ha or Hare Krishna, going into heart or her, and also health. But um, so looking at the word, that's from the word Meso to Messi to Masha or Masia. Then we go into the word, we look at the word medium. A medium is a person or individuated channel to the uh, from one to the spirit world. So it's a medium or media or a medication. Uh, medication comes from the word um, medicare, where we get the word um, Medicare from, but also goes into the word madari. Medicare means to heal or cure, and madari is a Latin word that means to heal. So media also can go into the word heal. So to heal that deranged, melanated intelligence that's within the source of the intelligence. So when we're looking at that, we can look at also the word sage, message or message. So the message or the message, which we also tie into the hologram. So message Mess meaning again Messiah or anointed age. The anointed age goes into the Aquarius or the age of information that we are now transitioning um, completely into. We are now into a, a part of the initiating aspect of what we call uh, the Aquarius age. And this age is, is an age of awareness that brings up the change that's going to inevitably happen is already happened. All right? So that we're just getting, we're going through this process right now for that functionability to really, like, set in and see a physical change 
instead of this thing that we have uh, produced. You know what I'm saying? So sage means to heal, um, but also message or message, message, anointed. And uh, a sage is also a wise person, so a sage is the anointed wise one, or message is uh, the anointed wise one. So, and also hologram, hollow, um, whole, and gram meaning message. So it's the whole message. So the whole message is deranged now, right now, because of the deranged melanated intelligence or the maniac European devil in America. And uh, uh, the good brother, the good uh, noble Drew Ali states that, uh, where is that book? That book yeah, but he stated in, uh, one, I think, the oral statements, that if the Europeans go back to America, I mean, go back to Europe, then the um, America would turn back to a tropical state. So when the Europeans got over here, the sun went down. We used to have, it was the land of Canaan, you know what I'm saying? It had grapes the size of, of, of tires, you know what I mean, bananas the size of a car. So we walk around, like 10 people walk around carrying one banana, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was gorillas, though. So it was like, it really is accommodating and it, it, uh, it balanced how tall we were, you know, the Wasudi, you know, versus like, uh, you know, how tall they were, you know, it was like uh, 10 feet, 12 feet, 15, you know, we got 30 feet tall bones coming up. You know, these are melanated people, though, you know what I'm saying? But so these we had fruit like that in in this area at that time. But, yeah, um, so that's one way to look at it. From that, from that, from that, from that degree. Let me get back to it. So we was at um, meso or message, but to heal or also wise. All right. So the anointed wise one, going from um, meadow or mead, media, middle, but also goes into meso. That means middle, like uh, Mesoamerica, Mesopotamia, the middle area of the world. All right. Um, now we're going to get into a little bit of the um, of the other aspect of who owns our, our our mind. Well, the other aspect would basically be the politics and what of it. It's like it's a statement: who owns the head in uh, Europe? Who owns the head? And that's basically like uh, what they they uh, what they put upon the child. When they are born, when they are conceived, who owns your head? The statement basically is uh, implying what deity is going to have uh, hold of that, of the personality of the, of the individual way through itself as they grow, as that child grows. Who is going to be the deity that owns that head? Or the arisha? Arisha basically means a or a head in Shabbos originate, so to originate in mind or head. Ori, you know what I'm saying? So the rish, like in the rest, also in um, the Hebrew, rest means head. So an R is the letter for the head. Look at the letter R, the symbol. It actually is a neck going down and then the head coming around from, from the neck or the spine. Then that's the head top. That's the R. You know what I'm saying? That's also the central magic that we will talk about in a minute. All right, so, so who owns... The media owns our mind, basically. So who owns our who owns our head? You know, the Arisha 
or the Arishas. You know, I have two sides. You have the good side, the gas side, whatnot. You have one in the middle. They call it uh, Alekba. You know what I'm saying? Alekba. Ishu, Ishu, Alekba. You know, but within the Yoruba uh, pantheon, he sits within the A spirit or the middle. Okay, so but that also is equivalent to Sebek or Set. Set means darkness. He sits within both realms. He's the um, Arisha of both realms. I think it's the Jajogun and the um, and the Arisha. The, the Jajogun, if I'm not mistaken, on the evil aspect. And it's like the uh, general cause, like 
peace, peace. All right. Pardon me. Belch. Belchins. Um, so, who owns? I guess. Well, not really, but it's going off of. You're talking about Tavistock. You know, have you ever heard of Tavistock? It's uh, back in the back in the late, what, well, early 1900s, it really started to develop into uh, a system of, uh, I guess you say, mass psychological war uh, machine or or apparatus. It started out as uh, somewhat like a, it was orchestrated or brought together to bring psychiatrists and psychologists together. That's what it was. Basically, it was these, uh, a Freudian group and a neo-Freudian group of psychiatrists were under the the supervision of um of Dr. John Rawlins Reeves, he was a psychological a warfare a member of, of Tavistock Center when he first started. And Tavistock was established by uh, the royal family of Duke George of Kent back in 1902. And it was uh, funded by the Rockefeller family as well as the Rothschild. It's been around for almost over a hundred years. You know, it has uh, pretty much been the hand that has developed the all the past atrocities of so-called wars for the past hundred years, and all the different things that we see publicly as what we call the public opinion. Um, and that's a book that um, Walter Lippmann, who was also a psychologist, he wrote a book called Public Opinion. And in it, he actually states that, um, it states uh, in the book that the pictures inside the heads of human beings, the pictures of themselves, of others, of their needs and purposes and relationships are their public opinions those pictures which are acted upon by groups of people or by individuals acting in the names of groups are public opinions with capital letters. What it means is as we have our public opinions uh, for us in our communities and at home and and whatnot and with friends and in our relationships and everything, those are our public opinions in that general area and in that manner. But those pictures which are acted upon by groups of people or by individuals acting in the name of groups are public opinions with capital letters. So the things that we may be talking about within our, our public opinions with our, uh, in society or in our communities and at home may be public opinions to us there, yet it is in actuality an opinion that has been given to us that is not public, really, until it's given to us by someone in pictures which are acted upon by groups of people or by individuals acting in the names of group or public opinions with capital letters. And that public opinion is um, is basically how the psychological warfare is propagated and how the propaganda for this um, tr- 
trauma or traumatic mind control is fueled. And how is that? How is it taking place by changing our opinion? He who controls the media controls the mind. But the media is the avenue or the medium between higher self motor or the physical and the spiritual, the intelligence, which is melanin, which is everything, and the physical side, which is melanin too, but it's the physical side of the vessel that is carrying the information. It's not only the, it is the information, but it's carrying the information. So it, we can become so saturated in what we are doing that we seem to think that what is happening is what it is. In actuality, we are just carrying the information that's being put into the vessel. And if the water is being depleted and it turns to power, we might still think it's water. But the body don't lie, you know, so contributing to the divine soul. All right, so, we, yeah, and it's funny about the Rothschilds and Rockefellers, you know, they are the basically the bankers. They are the ones that are making the money, I mean, and really making the money in, like, their house. Like, they got a machine or something in the basement, and they just make money, like, for real. But, uh, and this is, you know, that's how you can see. It's, it's a facade. It's a, I mean, the facade is not real. It's pseudo-reality. If someone can sit at home and make money and be like, this is what money is, that's visual again. Well, okay, so, um, Tapestock, that was created back in the early 1900s, 1902, by, um, the, uh, Kent, I mean, Duke Kent and uh, Rothschilds and Rockefellers funded it. So, how's it? Brain washing? Really? The whole thing was well, a dude named uh, Hal Becker. He was in the Stitcher Group. Stitcher Group so, is also the ones that are now in control of the Kim Charles plays and. Um, and Monsanto was also a member of the future group, so there's a lot of people who's a member of the future group. But uh, he did do Hal Becker's said back in 1981. This is what he said, quote, unquote, he said, I know the secret of making the average American believe anything I want him to. Just let me control television. He puts something on the television, and it becomes reality. If the world outside the TV set contradicts the images, people start trying to change the world to make it like the TV set images. And that's Hal Becker. Right there back in 1981. So that's like, you know, 30 years ago, more, 35 years, you know, since, since he said that. And um, now you can see that we we even more wired into it with the mass media and the social network, the Internet or whatnot. You got video gaming um, and different, as, different uh, aspects of what we would call TV or TV viewing. You know, we, we, we got one-third of our day now is spent. On, on with this box or whatever, you know, inside the social media network or inside of uh, the mass media network. And so this is, this is the range melanin right here um, in play. This is, this is the chaos, you know, that's happening. And we're looking at it, though. We're getting stuck in the chaos and we're not moving on from it. So but this this box, you know, this, the, this thing that we're stuck in, you know, so we get stuck in the box, it's prison. Is uh, it was in, the intent for, of course, is for brainwashing, or it was the intent for for the creation or the manufacturing of the first TV, which was called the mechanical box, was for basically, like I said, um, mind control. 
uh, due to the fact that the flicker rate, and this is all dealing with uh, harmonics and vibrations, where but the flicker rate or the refresh rate, what is now called now, is um, it used to be on like 18 frames per second, which was like you know you get 18 bits of information downloading into the conscious mind in one second. So the conscious mind doesn't really respect that. So it's like you got to go to the subconscious mind and sit for a minute. It's empty space to melody, basically. You know what I'm saying? The, that's where the, the, the you know, the, the alkaline right there, the cell membrane, you know what I'm saying? So it sits in there and waits for uh, the, um, that call, you know, for that trigger, that memory. So when it, that beckoning call happens, whatever that the information is that was embedded inside of uh, that deranged melanin, it uh, converts the energy, the empty energy, into the deranged melanin. So, um, remember, melanin is a receiver of all energies and a transmitter of all energy. So, when it gets into that cell, it, it changes the aspect of the cell, but this can take place by way of. Uh, being in that box, a little so-so. How so? Because of uh, the interaction of the harmonics, the extra low frequencies in that flicker rate. So the flicker rate used to be on 18, 18 frames per second versus now it went to 60 frames or 60 hertz, basically. So that 60 hertz is what we have now in every machinery within the house that is vibrating at that frequency. So all the... Um, all the um, Conscious, as we spoke on. But when we're dealing with brainwave frequencies, um, have to recall that when we go from well, beta to alpha to um, from and then theta to delta, these are different, all different brainwaves or, or frequencies of brainwaves. So when we are at beta, that means we are um, basically alert, you know. And we are either alert or agitated, but the frequency is at 12 to 60. Okay, so the frequency being from 12 to 60 hertz. If I'm sitting, and this is this was in the uh, from the 60s to early 80s, where it was at 60 hertz, it started developing and getting higher to the higher frame. Uh, now we got 240 hertz in most. Um, High definition TVs is from like 140, you know, 120, 240 hertz. So that's 240 frames per second. So 240 frames per second coming into the conscious and subconscious mind. You can't really adjust 240 different images with different type of uh, information embedded upon, upon it. So the subconscious mind takes all that information in. That rate of 60 hertz alone, from 12 to 60 hertz brainwave frequency, causes alertness and or and or agitation. So, if I'm at home and it's 10 o'clock, I'm watching the nightly news. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh. It's almost time to go to bed. Physically, I'm ready to go to bed. But mentally, I'm like, nah, I'm going to finish out the news. So I watch the news. Then, you know, they got the 11 o'clock special or whatever, you know, the midnight movie coming out, coming on at 12 or something. You miss, you know, oh, I got to watch that. 
So you stay up another two hours and watch the movie. We stay up another two hours and watch the movie, and then uh, Sports Center come on. Oh, I got to watch Sports Center. It's now 2 o'clock. I watch Sports Center at 4. So what's taking place is, remember, 60 hertz stational alertness, or 12 to 60 hertz. That's beta, though. So we, when that 60 hertz is beating us all day, it's learning everything, we're going to always have this agitated state of mind or be in the R-complex, super hypervisionate state of mind, always on fight or flight and producing stress hormones and reducing DHEA or reducing our vitality, our prana, our chi, our kundalini. So that means it's going down or setting and not rising or horizing up to the heart or haru, the middle or medial or medium, to be able to access back to the panagran or Christ or ha re krishna by accessing the properly through heart activity or love and sense. It ain't always got to be about a physical manifestation that's going to be something readily seen right here and right now, presto grandma, you know, like magic like that. You know what I'm saying? It can be. That's what we want. But then that's the play. That's going to play down on the actualization of what's right in the deck through nature and force Anything forced is catastrophic. Remember, that's not natural. When we're seeing things popping off that. Like it is, that means something is happening that's not natural. Then it's, that means it's force. Continue with forceology. If it's happening and it's happening, it's just like, well, okay, ain't nothing broadcasted, ain't nobody saying that. Because when we can talk about it beforehand like that, like that, like the news is talking about it, the meteorologist, you can tell that it is it has been um, pretty much straight up manipulated beforehand. But, all right, so the medium is the heart. So the heart energy comes up back into uh, this place of origin, but um, when that bombardment of, of uh, like the flicker rates or, or and also the harmonics, but when the bombardment of the flicker rates actualizes into uh, from beta to alpha, because alpha, we, we alert, yeah, you know, because we'll be at 60 hertz or between 12 and 60 hertz, anywhere in that range, means agitation or alert. So that's the, you know, that's the art complex. After that, it goes into um, alpha, from beta to alpha. Alpha is at the range of from 7 to 12. So, and it, it also gives us the feeling of uh, relaxation. This is when we're starting to, you know, settle down at the, the late part of the day when serotonin or the, um, the activity and the production of serotonin is starting to, to decrease. So if that happens and takes place, we um, go through a slowing down of all things in our metabolism as well. But if, just taking for instance, if our slowing down of our metabolism takes so it's the slowing down of our brain processing. So when we slow down our brain processing, what can take place is the easiest acceptability or susceptibility to any type of foreign information that is not the readily normal pattern of thinking in our process. So in that light trance mode of back from going from um, to alpha, alpha being 7 to 13 hertz, forgive me, so that 7 to 13 hertz is a light trance. And it, it, we, we go to that light trance mode when viewing television now, because it's so saturated with um, with um, the flicker rate being so high, 
at 240 at the highest right now. They say and he's been higher than that on some of the LCD TVs back in the day. But um, that that rate of, of frequency of uh, flicker rate or whatnot at 240, that's gonna that can create within the individual rate to do itself not only um, that passivity of an uncontrollable uh, uncontrolled manner because you know. 7 to 13 is also the hurts for meditation. So when you meditate, the body is going to, and the mind is going to resonate at that hurts. That's the natural natural um, hurts of the, uh, I think it's called either the Schumann rest is uh, 7.83, somewhere in that range. But that's the natural hurts of the planet, hurts of the planet Earth. So that's the natural brain wave um, hurts of, of, of our frequency as well. And not because that's the brainwave frequency of the planet Earth. So if we resonate at that frequency, then we'll be relaxed. And that's going to be like, that's the acclimate right there. But if it's generated externally or it's manipulated and held at that frequency, 7 to 13, and then piggybacked by the 12 to 60, which is the agitation as well, it can also lead us into the state of being theta or delta. Theta is 4 to 7. That's the sleep going into it's called Solomon's. We're going into the sleep state, rapid eye movement state, you know what I'm saying, or, or also a total recall from dream state. So in that realm right there, we are still able to access visual, visually as well as reason somewhat of through the information that's being uh, interplayed with our visualization, but it might not necessarily be what we want it to be we're, because we're viewing a TV or whatever. The television may, you know, just telling a lie to our vision. So we're viewing this thing that's telling a lie to our vision. And as we intake it, it is then transformed into our molecular structure by its, by its negative aspect or its lower um, vibrational energy aspect. So as the this demon or whatnot is, uh, you know, going into this lower spirit, is going into uh, our um Higher spirit, or going to the melanin, internal melanin, this deranged melanin going into the internal melanin, it has the capability of causing our molecular structure to be deranged uh, and uh, or deranged and and uh, transformed into uh, to uh, left vitality when I so, but um, so as it um, we go from from uh, beta, from beta to alpha, then from beta to alpha to theta. That's where we, like that two-hour movie or whatever, because it's from 15 to 30 seconds, that's, you know, that's 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 from, from beta to out. So that 15 to 30 seconds now, you got 240 hertz beating us in the head, you know, so we automatically go into a, a, a state of trance, a life state of trance, or go into 7 to 13, be relaxed and sitting down. But by that two hours, we sit there for two hours, we go into a deep state, a deeper sleep, almost state where the body is asleep, but we still got rapid eye movement because we ain't go. We don't want to get up, and take a piss. I know someone um, was mentioning that they have a son that's like thirty something years old that plays the video game so much that they had to, they had to incorporate getting a cup and put it next to the chair because he didn't want to get up and play the game. He's a gamer online, so certain certain times of the night, you know, when they playing the video game, that um, got his bathroom, you know, the kid is calling for some relief. Go ahead and got the cup on standby. One of them piss cups, you know, like at hospitals, but 
<laughs> they're so stuck or so hypnotized in that trend that the physical body now has become so lazy or complacent. Basically, it's not really lazy. It's the fact that we are in that state of uh, hypervigilance and stress by the flight, but we have been depleted of energy or vitality by not accessing it properly at the proper times of day. So our circadian has been uh, uh, misused or the cycle of the day has not been properly um, viewed and utilized. You know, certain things we should do in sun hours, certain things we should do in the dark hours or shadow hours. Um, and that's just dealing with the physical body and how, you know, it, how it, it, you know, you stay around 100, 200, 300 years and witness these things and how nature um, can expand the physical body within those, that uh, time span, 100, 200, 300, 400, 5,000 years if we uh, stay with the cycle properly and, uh, and continually equalize, you know, remember the physical body is 8% water, 20%. Um, well, eight percent alkaline, twenty percent acid. So within that whole physical thing, right there, we, we should definitely be putting more water in than a little bit. I mean, raw water or raw type of alkalizing type of uh, energies, light. Okay, so when that's going on, we go into a light trance, but also into a deeper state of trance, and can eventually go into delta, which is zero point one to four um, hertz. And that will be, and we're dealing with hertz and frequencies of uh, sound in this realm, and dealing with hertz and frequencies of light in the in the aspect of the flicker rates. So that's light and sound, which is audio and visual, which ties into the left and right brain. All right, so when the when we are so agitated and always in that hypervigilant state, that's, uh, the, of course, we spoke on it, but that's the reptilian brain that's producing um, adrenaline when not necessarily causing stress to um, to be to be enhanced in our body. All right, so, yeah, I mean, brainwashing was actually a word that was coined by uh, the Tavistockian Institute. So they they and they target the population by um, propaganda and commercialism. So through the TV, they noticed by studying um, back in the day, it was a, what was it called a radio project, if I'm not mistaken, back in uh, the uh, what was it? When was it? it? Was in the 50s, if I'm not mistaken. Mass. It was a mass media a project that was funded by the Tapistockian group as well. But what they wanted to do was to find out how radio could influence, it was a radio research project, how it could influence um, the mass to, to act in certain ways without them having and being controlled by whatever's on the radio. You recall the incident of uh, what's called, uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, Orson Welles and um, the War of the World when they did that radio broadcast and he acted as if uh, it was the end of the world or something and it was aliens invading the world. But I think it was like 20-some percent of the um, viewing audience actually believed that it was an invasion of aliens taking place only due to the fact that the 
the actual program that was on prior to that had the same format. It didn't have the same information, but it was formatted in the news way because the news was just on, and it was formatted in the manner of of the news. So everyone actually believed that radio dramatization, that it was H.G. Wells on the world world, that it was actually something like that going down. 25% of the people actually believed that um, that it was actually a uh, that uh, Martians were invaded. Some people believe there was a German invasion as well, but during that time, World War II was popping up. Just, just by the format alone, it changed thinking of the, the viewer. Repetition and format became one of the most popular aspects of TV broadcasting or programming. So they noticed that by having certain information and repetitively um, giving that information, it would infuse into the mind of the individuated duel or the viewer, the doer, um, the information would be quasi or fake. It wouldn't necessarily be True, it's just information. They don't care what it is. But as long as we see that, then that's what we go out and do. You know what I'm saying? So they give us a certain image, you know, and then that image is then formulated and reformulated into the reality. And, you know, we've talked about it before, but this is all, um, it ain't nothing new to you. But I'm just breaking it down. And it's just, it's my aim is to allow us to see how the heart energy is being um, somewhat, it's Haru, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's the heart energy, it's our, it's our superhero within, but the heart energy is being transformed into, um, is, is what's being misused and improperly guided away from its natural movement, which will be throughout, and that will be a balance where it's not too much down there, it's not too much up here, it's balance. And when that balance occurs, then there won't be too much yang or too much yin or too much water or too much fire. There'll be a balance where the 80%, 20% type thing within the physical structure will be balanced. It'll be 50-50, even though we're saying 80-20. It'll be to where that aspect of 80 will be able to have a, a balance of 20% is not impeding and um, trying to take over control. It's not controlled by fire as the aspect or being too too. So um over time television has become like one of the most popular or television viewing has become one of the most popular uh, aspects of life. We do it all day sometimes we it but it is also mentally destructive because it can replace real activities with um this TV viewing activity, which is vicarious, is a vicarious relation, meaning it's, it's, it's outside, it's not the president. Vicarious meaning as a secondary. So you got the vice president, and then you had a president. So the vice president might not necessarily do everything or, or have, he had a stature of the president. So we want to be the president. We that, that basically means to observe and to participate. When we just observe and we just look. So we're just looking at the TV, but we're not participating with nature. 
when we are uh, glued into uh, or when we are captivated by a think tank that's thinking for us in general, and then setting and setting out um, the, um, the the um, the foundation for our, our creation or the intent for our creation. I mean, we don't need that because that is meant to be destructive, you know. So when we become fixated on, on these things so that's on TV, so to speak, like through media or through commercialism and, and the propaganda, we jump on the bandwagon and we begin to not just want certain things on TV. Like, we got to have it or else, you know, I got to have that new phone, even though I can't put it in my pocket now. What is that? The garage door opener? And the phone looked like Silver Surfer could get on and then go back to his, you know, his, his planet. That's, my, that's the beacon right there. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow. I mean, I got one that right in front of it. looked like I could get on. This, that's the new hoverboard right there. And he does, what the other phone is that? You got to put your foot on it to turn it on. Right? <laughs> my four parts of but yeah, so we gotta we gotta have certain things now. It's no exception, you know. So the children have become so aggressive with this type of mentality that their nature is so diverted into into the uh, hypervigilant reptilian brain so quickly. It's like it's, it's, it's not even it doesn't even transfer to anything anymore. It's, it's, we we stuck in there, and our day to day activities it seems, um, especially if we're dealing with those individuals outside of a, a conscious mentality or, or living in a holistic manner somewhat to where they're not up under the TV or playing video games eight hours a day or in the, on the Internet or doing things like that eight hours of the day. You know, it's 24 hours in a day. Well, that's what they say. So if eight hours is spent sleeping, eight hours is spent on business or at school, and eight hours is spent watching TV, we ain't getting none of the comp. I mean, going to school or work, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, going getting to a point where, you know, schools get to a point for that eight well, eight hours. If that's what we're going to call school, the whole or the hell hole. So we want to look at it like that, but then we can look at it like, you know, eight hours out of the day I'm, I'm learning, then eight hours I'm sleeping, and then eight hours I'm, I'm playing a video game or watching TV. Whereas those eight hours, I could be outside and be exercising, I could be meditating, I could do, um, I could take a nap, a power nap, or I could be, I could be writing, I could be drawing. It's just, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have a TV, so I know I throughout the day I'll be doing a whole. I it's like I get more things that I, I, I do throughout the day by not having a TV, and more and more things, which is good because the best, you know, stay busy, you know, so. You only get what you ask for in life anyway, so I get thanks to whatever come my way that I would rather be doing something than nothing. <laughs> it's the action, not the actor. So um, in doing such, you know, we become complacent or sedentary, and that also increases uh, bad health because by not moving, the lymphatic system is not moving. And actually, you know, the lymphatic system is our immune system, basically. So if that is within the pump of the lymphatic system, it's, of course, the physical body. So Body in motion, you know, stays in motion. So a body that doesn't move, then that that fluid, that water, is not moving. So it becomes uh, complacent. It's, you know, still sitting water uh, gains what parasites or mosquitoes and shit like that. 
So he wants water to move to, you know, somewhat like shake them bugs off for that. Get them parasites off for you. You know, do that shakti shake every once in a while and keep that vitality strong. So, but, you know, Tavistock pretty much is the just that, it's that, uh, you know, it's the, the hidden hand, you want to call it. It was the, the man, it's the whiz, you know what I mean? The man behind that veil is the whiz or the whiz of eyes, you call it that, you know, but that, uh, it, it ain't, you know, it don't give Tavistock that much power because really the power is within the people. They have learned how to manipulate the energies within us. So, by having that information or being instilled or empowered with that type of information, they use it against man. So that deranged intelligence within America, that deranged intelligence within the source, or America meaning a mere ruler, which can mean source, or prince, or it's in Ra-Ka, um, meaning um, light and spirit. So um, light spirit, basically light, Spirit, it's a melanin. Getting light of the intelligence. So how is this? How can this be taking place through? Uh, well, like I was saying, who owns the media? Who owns the the mind? But you know, so with some of these things, his own TV and who created TV was the was basically the. Um, this institute that I'm speaking on Tavistock because they created the TV for the purpose of uh, psychological warfare. And it was first introduced in Nazi Germany by way of uh, Hitler and his uh, scientists at that time. They wanted to see exactly how it could uh, help with their social engineering uh, project that they were instituting at that time um, in a one-world order type of uh, mentality or that uh, it's called Ogalyric, Ogalyrian, where it's like the few rule versus uh, the people. So they had to learn to um, deliberately alter our psychology. I call it UA, which means unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. And that's how how that takes place is they in they basically what happens is uh intentionally they intentionally brainwash us by putting the harmonics out there and all that, putting it into empty space. What's happening also is is unintelligible because we are by the harmonics going into this trance. So the unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. So artificial meaning the synthetic. So the synthetic bombardment of these artificial sounds, these extra low frequencies into our molecular structure is it causes the generation of the cells. And remember the cells of water. So when we think about um Dr. Moto's work when he had, did the experiment on water. So Dr. Emoto, Dr. Masiru Emoto, uh did these experiments where he would put words on on um like cups of water and place them aside and then come back. Now put those uh 
snowflake with well, that water, those are water crystals on the on the slideshow as well to show the different words or intent that is placed upon the water and what how the water um, geometrically is shaped or either it looks like a uh, like a, a rigid piece of broken glass. So uh, basically, you can look at this online on YouTube. Um, so it states right here, water is more than simply a physical substance. It's a certain concept, and that concept is connected in a, spe a special way with the idea of life, right? Masiro Amoto's research demonstrates that human vibrational energy, thoughts, words, ideas, and music affect the molecular structure of water. The very same water that compromises over 80% of nature and also 80% of the mature human body, or 80% of the planet and 80% of the, of the human body. All right, so words, ideas, thoughts, vibrational energy can affect the molecular structure of water. Say that again. That human vibrational energy, thoughts, words, ideas, and music affect the molecular structure of water. So words, the sizzle, that's the, like the image, you know what I'm saying? Then you have the idea that's also within the image or the sizzle. Basically, a sizzle, so because I, you know, I did mention that we speak on sizzle magic. Sizzle is uh, basically is a shape, any shape or any form that someone creates or puts together and we birth within that shape or form a definition or a meaning. So if we give, and by giving it meaning to a, a sigil, it gives it power. So the sigil or symbol or, or whatever gains power by giving it a definition. And if we give a certain sigil a certain definition and then place it into the means of society, and it is accepted by society, then that sigil or that symbol becomes even more powerful than it just being what it was for that person or that group that developed that symbol or that sigil. All right, so now when we're dealing and looking at sigils in the aspect of where we are in reality. So if we have any language system or any part of the planet, then we are dealing with sigil magic. So the fact that sigils are symbols. And when you're looking at the alphabet, you got 26 symbols or sigils, or more specific, you got 26 letters. But these all these letters have a specific shape which is a visual and a specific frequency, which is a sound vibration or frequency of audio. All right, so you have this shape and you have this this um, audio, or you have this visual and you have this audio, just like the TV. So the TV has an audio and video, so does this 26-letter system of the visual magic or the alphabet that we call it. So when we place these letters together or these sigils together, we develop certain words that we also define. But even the letter has a definition, as I spoke before. A, for instance, it means ox head. 
in cuneiform. Cuneiform means wedged, wedged form. So that's sigil magic. You know what I'm saying? So the ox head is sigil magic because now I we have developed a concept of what this A is. You know what I'm saying? It's an ox head upside down. You know, it's, a, it's an ox head. But that also implies power because the power of the ox, it also implies the leader because the leader is the ox as he plows the field. It implies different things. The first, because it's the first letter, is where we get the word alif from, which means first, and that's also where we get the word um, Allah from, and source, you know what I'm saying, first. So basically, these words have concepts that can de- deliver within the psychology of the the individual way to do itself, a higher representation of something that is a physical activity, it can also represent within the individual way to do itself something of a lower representation. So if it's being introduced on the lower side, the molecular structure by way of the word and also by way of the thought and the vibrational energy of the sound being music, because music can also affect the molecular structure of water, being the physical body as well, the cells. So if whatever it is coming in to the physical body or the, the water is manipulating and changing it is on an extra uh, vibrational energy, I mean extra low vibrational energy, the low vibrating energy, then it can alter the molecular uh, state into a degenerative manner instead of a regenerated manner. We call that every 30 days, the body is regenerating or degenerating, all right? So sigil magic is based on the symbols or the uh, wordplay, the, the word magic. So whatever we're listening to and, and the words behind it, it, it could also just be the McDonald's symbol or the Nike symbol. So we that symbol being replayed over and over in our mind through whatever we're viewing on the external, and we acknowledge it to be that, especially in the unconscious state of mind or the unaware uh, individuated dual that's walking into what, what we would call darkness or in the lower self, in the, in the dark side of, set of, the, um, of the self, then they may not readily see the apparent reality for what it really is. You know, remember there is a quasi-reality or pseudo-reality. is a veil that's over the true reality right now because a majority of the people are de- dealing with synthetic reality. So, it looks like, you know, the great illusion of Maya Maya is still prevalent. Yet, you know, just by the change of a few mind states, that illusion or that veil is, is being is removed. Those, you know, those shackles that bind are removed is this, you know, that process of physicalization of it takes time because we're still dealing with a chaotic scene as far as what we are dealing with, dealing with the creation of what was already there in our viewing apparatus. So, uh, as, so the audio video, the the, the the visual is the is the visual, the video side. That's the that's basically that will be the left brain. I mean the um the right brain being dealing with uh, visualization and imagination. So by captivating the right brain through whatever is on the the TV think the think tank, the, um so captivates the um the right brain and with the um with the um the flicker rates. So that flicker rate being at two hundred and forty hertz or frames per second or clicking, you know, two hundred frames or two hundred hertz that would be clicks per second. So 
all those changes go with the intellectual structure, and that's a lot. You know, going from, you know, that agitated at 60 to now we're at 240. So that's 60 times four, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's four times the, the trouble that was already taking place. So imagine if I wasn't agitated and now I sit down for two hours of a television view and I'm definitely going to be agitated or alert or not go to sleep or not be not be the best that I should be. And, and then we also have the tunnel gland um, being calcified because we're not getting the, enough, we're not getting, going through the cycle of the day properly so it's not producing the um, the hormones or the metabolism, the, the meta, metabolic change is not occurring properly due to the infractions that may take place throughout, by staying up too late or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Certain things like that. Same with that cycle is good and healthy. So, you know, keep good health defense, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, but um so that's the that's the um the twenty six visuals are the visual side. So now the audio side is the harmonics. The harmonics are frequencies, you know, as well. So that's the frequency of sound or harmonics. But our, our bodies also resonate on frequencies of sound or harmonics. And each person vibrates at a, a specific rate or a specific um, frequency. So if that frequency is raised or intentionally manipulated by, exter- by external means and is set into another frequency, then that's where the entrainment process takes place. Remember, entrainment is like the alpha dog thing or the female, you know, if you got Four females staying in one a house or apartment of uh, the female that is the has the is the alpha dog or has the strongest um i guess you could say personality or whatnot within that house every all those other females were attuned or trained to her monthly cycle, so their cycles could be in flow with the alpha dog or trained with the alpha dog, but that's natural like the alpha dog thing where where the alpha dog gotta eat first. And then, or you come into the cave first, or the kennel first, and then the other dogs in it. That's the same thing as entrainment. But those are natural processes of entrainment. Synthetic or artificial entrainment, what I call again, is UA, unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. It's like the processing of uh, what they do within TV and the extra low frequencies, as well as the harmonics and the flicker rates and the, the symbols or the images that are put or placed. Uh, within the the, um, the TV, and it, again, it's not just the images, but that's you know that's powerful. It's only activated and useful by the viewer being there to absorb the image. Remember, we are melanin, we are God, or whatever. So God got to create. But if God is creating something that somebody's you know something's going on where a lot of the God energy is being manipulated and the potential is being taken away. Why and how so? Because, I mean, when you look at a TV screen, what color is it first? It's black. Then we turn on that light. When we turn it off, it looks good where it was. Let's keep it like that. Turn it off. Because when it turns off, then that darkness or that blackness is really going to start to arise. It's going to have to rise because it's got to do something. It ain't being manipulated that way no more, so it got to do something. You know, so when it ain't being uh, changed and altered and always got to try to get back to homeostasis or get back right, chaos, you know, trying to get back to where it was, 
in its initiatory process, you know, of its status, of its source, then it won't have to, it'll go into another state of creation. You know, and it'd be that transformation from, because remember, energy can't be created or destroyed. It's only to be transformed from one state to another. So it's either going to be degenerative or it's going to be regenerative. So if it's regenerative, then, you know, we, we become healthy and we stay vital and everything's good. But when it's degenerative, then the cells turn to fire, whatever, become rigid, and, it, and it's being manipulated in a manner like that. So harmonics, remember the body, the physical body, everybody vibrates at their own specific frequency. So if that if we are vibrating at our correct frequency, then we have a, a strong, like, defense system against that mechanism of the extra low frequency or the harmonic or those decisional magic or whatever that may be causing the entrainment process to take place within that uh within the um the, the brain brainwashing or the trauma trauma, uh, trauma mind control um type of situation with the television. So if we if we're vibrating at our at our right frequency, at the correct frequency, then we have uh, a good um, immunity against that. So, and we won't. We, we may not be entrained as readily to do certain things because what happens with entrainment is a certain type of uh, information will be downloaded to us subconsciously, and then we will start reacting to certain things that we may not react to if we weren't in the vigilant hyper or the hyper vigilant or complex state of mind or on that. Uh, fight or flight uh, always and, and get into the relaxed state without being in a relaxed state from the perspective of uh, manipulating from external 12 to 60, I mean 7 to 12 hertz by way of, of the television or radio going from um, beta to alpha with the hertz in the mind or the, the brainwave frequencies of the brain. So when that happens, that would manipulate the outside instead of like meditation where we go into it naturally, like I was speaking on earlier, the brain actually naturally resonates at 7.83 in the human resonance, but if it's manipulated and it's kept at that state and also piggybacked by the 60 hertz, then the information is going to be dumped in there and we ain't going to know what it is until that trigger happens and then we react to something that ain't even got nothing to do with us. You know, keep that black. Keep that black going. Keep the TV on. Basically, you know, that's the initiatory point of our existence or whatnot. You know, that gets stamping on the And, you know, I say whatnot and all the good stuff sometimes, you know, but really it, it is what it is, and it ain't no whatnot. It is what it is. You know, just bear with it, and we'll, we'll see that, you know, apply, apply the information and see what's going on. So, um when that when that takes place, when that entrainment takes place, though, uh, recall, you know, even music and words can um, change the molecular structure. So that water, that deranged melanin, is being introduced into the source into the water. So that maniac European devil in America, that deranged melanin, coming in through by way of uh, music, by way of uh, thoughts, words, ideas. You know, all these, what we would call um, evil or um, lower vibrating intelligence that's being introduced into the um, body, the, you know, body uh, contributing to the divine soul, 
when we contribute to divine soul with this ex-low vibrating energy or ex-low vibrating intelligence or the brain's melanin, um, the immoral side of reality based on, you know, sex and drugs and violence, then that external creation is going to be based on that as well. Even from a conscious state of the point of view, it will still be dealing with violence, sex, and drugs, you know, because that's one of the fundamental bricks of our uh, house right now. You know, but that that has been altered in our psychology by way of social engineering and learned behavior. It's not necessarily who we are. If we were left alone with just a black screen, you know, it's empty, you know, it would be that, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be nobody looking at something to create something. We wouldn't have to look at something to become something. You already are who you are. All right, so, um, you know, calming that down, becoming relaxed within self without having that um, being manipulated externally is, is very powerful because then you can train oneself to become who you are within self. You know, that's not self, basically, and that's finding self. And that, self-realiza- that self-realization is basically enlightenment. You know what I mean? All right. So that's harmonics. The harmonics is the sound side of it. So you got the left and you got the right brain right there. Then you, we're going to talk, speak on monomics before we got closed out in a second. So monomics are monomics are like they're they're arcs and semicircles that form into interlocking circle or pattern. So that interlocking circle or pattern is, is these two opposing circles, right? And they they form into these they're the semicircles that form into a circle from two opposing directions. All right. So this is what puts the viewer into the hypnotic trance. Alongside with that countdown, if you ever notice like Fort Sin or the news, some of the news stations had this countdown like six seconds pick say the whole time, you know what I'm saying? But that countdown is introducing the hypnotic trance to the viewer. So we go into a, either it's gonna be a countdown or a count up. The countdown and count up that's actually putting the the individual way to do um, into the trance state and then bringing them back out to trance state. So that, that's what they want. They want to be able to bring us in, bring us out, bring us in, bring us out as many times as possible so we become desensitized to when we in a trance or we ain't in a trance. So whenever you might be driving down the street, you know, I'm going to call a radio, turn on, I look down at the time, but whatever, and I'm at one part of the street and I look back up, I'm like, 30 seconds away from where I was. I didn't look at the time so long while the radio was playing that I went into a slight trance and went paying attention to the road. Uh, you know, get thanks to when they, you know, that I didn't bear off on either left or right and hit something or somebody. But I'm just saying, you know, that didn't really take place. But saying that is one of those things that happens within those trance-type moments. But that countdown is uh, putting the person into that, that hypnotic state. So the countdown, 10, 9, 8, you know, with that, with the um, mnemonic circle, the mnemonic circle is based on, um, now, I can go into the grimoire or, or the goisha, you know, saying as far as how we have uh, the or the lesser rules of Solomon inside of uh, some of the esoteric mystery schools where we where they speak on certain circular patterns and how even the 72 um 
different spirits of uh of or the different angels. It was called the 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 Shahamafwa. Not not the fake this how you pronounce that, but the seventy two two different names also uh coincide with seventy two different aspects of the brain and how that if uh one of those, when those names are, are chanted through you know harmonics and the symbol is viewed upon through the sigil or the visual, the you know, sound and audio, then it will enhance certain aspects of those nerves that connect those twelve nerves that connect to um to the brain. But those seventy two na- names are also come to seventy two aspects of the of the mind or the brain. But um and that's the, the Yahweh, you know, different ways of um, saying the word Yahweh, uh, those four letters of the Tetramagotin, or whatnot, the four-letter word. I right, so Dr. Emoto spoke on with you know, those experiments and saw that just by sound and by certain uh, words, you can affect the molecular structure of water. So then now we're talking about the monomics. The monomics adding in with the circle of patterns going from two opposing directions, yet adjoining and interlocking to form the two semicircles interlocking to form a circular pattern. So you add that. And I'm looking at it like this. These two opposing directions, where we hear opposing, yin and yang, Ida and Kagala, the two sacral nerves. Okay, so if that this external uh, mechanism of the monomics is what we're viewing, so th- what's happening is they interlock, so they they lock in the Kundalini energy, which with the Kundalini energy would be, it would coincide with um basically melanin or the cerebral spinal fluid, but also prana, you know, kundalini, chi. But when the energy, the inipagala or those two energies right there, it's the, the two, it's the two um, interlocking semicircles, right? So that's the two spiraling opposing energies, electromagnetic energy. Now, when it's directed in, and it's gone back, or when it's manipulated and directed to go back down, that's within the hypnotic trance of the external reality being that that uh, that mode of stress always. So the healing or the cerebral spinal fluid is not coming up to be able to activate into the pineal gland to keep that curcadian or the metabolism, the hormones, haru, mind, um, flowing properly. All right, so that those two, the left and right, or the the semicircles, then you have the energy being the harmonics or the sound, as well as the sigil, the the visual. So the audio visual goes down into the Eda Pagala instead of coming up to be able to be represented into an intuitive, intelligent manner to where what the, we see externally is not really what we are viewing definitively by what man has stated. All right, so the monomics and then and also with the countdown, the countdown puts the individual viewer into that state of trance. 
it enhances the state of trance so much with the flicker rate to the flicker rate. It used to be from, you know, 18 frames per second. Now it's, you know, 240 frames, but that 15 to 30 seconds from beta to alpha. So alpha is a light trance state. And then after about 30 minutes to an hour, hour and a half, we go to delta. And that's a, a almost ready to go to sleep, REM, I mean, like deep sleep. Then 0.14 seconds is um, theta state. And that's actually when we are, uh, I mean, the delta state. And that's actually when we are in the deep sleep. And that's when we don't recollect any of our dreams or any of whatever we had. That's the healing, right? That's the, that's the blank, right? You know what I'm saying? That's the empty. Um, it was good to be at rest by that hour. Or in that, in that, good to be at rest by the hour between uh, like three, four o'clock. You know what I'm saying? That's when also, I'm not saying the liver function is starting to come back to play and um, starting to come back alive, and that blood is going to start to jump back into to a stomach and heart region in a few moments. Get the digestion going, wake up and take a good dump, whatnot, drink some water, some vinegar if you do it. Outside of the person, then a little water behind it, maybe. About 15 minutes, we can keep it blessed, keep it alive. Um, but that's the monomic side of it. So we got the audio video, um, that's the left and right brain, and that's uh, sigil and harmonics. Then we have the monomic. The, the, the monomic is a, a semicircle that forms into a, a complete circle, a little pattern. Right from opposing directions, but that with alongside with that 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 countdown causes that type of uh, type of hypnotic trance. All right, so you know watching the news, sports center sometimes or something like that that may be on there, but it's uh, seeing the different things in video games. But going back to like uh, Les Keith or Solomon, it was uh, it was also in that pattern. But you can look at LHC or the CERN, the Large Hadrian Collider. And it's similar to that 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 as well as so in the circular pattern with the different type of uh, symbols around it. But um, those those sigils and the harmonics and the monomic circles. You know, the sigil is any symbol that wants to create. So you can create your own sigil, but when it's done like the way they're doing it, and then we give the definition to it, then all that just changes the whole scheme of creation or the whole scheme of the transformation, the transition of reality from one point to another because it's the, the manipulation of the words is on a lower sense or uh, extra vibrating intelligence or deranged melanin then uh, or media, you know what I'm saying, mainly European uh, demons uh, in America, then what's going to happen is uh, that's what's going to take place, you know what I'm saying? So because you just turn off and, and see for yourself what, what happens. Don't listen to no radio. For a year, don't watch no TV for a whole year. No TV, no movie, no nothing. No, don't. And when people ask you about uh, what happened on the news, be like, uh, you know, don't react. You know, talk about it or if you want to, but don't react in an emotional manner. Like, oh, oh, okay, that's what happened. And the one thing that I, I had to go to, I had to speak to. Uh, the head administrator of the athletic department at the community college about what's going on with being a structure of top speed and whatnot and internal and external martial arts out there. So right right before I was getting ready to part and leave and go out, she said, you know, um, Mr. Gwynn is what she called, 
know, whatever. That's the government. So she was like, you know, Mr. Gwen, you have one of the most um, subtle and soft-spoken voices. You have you, your voice is just so peaceful and so uh, tranquil. Is she was like, it's just been just a joy to speak to you today, and just to hear your voice in the way you had, you know, you have so much passion and so much peace. And I was like, wow. She she noticed that, you know, she observed that through just me talking to her. But through vibration of sound and through the energy of sound, we can change and alter our molecular structure. So if we if we establish within ourselves the non-reactive mind or the, you know, where we can institute the non-emotionality within certain things and where we would normally, not naturally, but normally react to it in an emotional manner, it will eventually perpetuate into a more um, higher vibrational intelligence. All right, so you remember melanin is, it, it receives and transmits all energy. So the more energy is on a negative side or on a, you know extra low vibration, then the possibility or the potential of it to be pre, it's going to take over eventually. The more that it gets, because melanin has an infinity of things, it grows on it. And if it can't change, it's going to, because melanin is melanin, everything's melanin, baking or whatever, I'm going into it now. But because we must protect our melanin, as we spoke on in the last episode, you know, it's um, Dr. Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Wilson was speaking on, you know, media is, uh, you know, one of the, has strong holes on suggesting certain things to us. And it is the, it is the prime agent or medium of uh, what we would call the elites or the illiterals to utilize their their brainwashing, whatever is going on, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, television, media, whatever, it, it does have a tendency to refuse certain type of information within, within us that might not necessarily be true, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have to be intuitive to break down what's going on on the television or, or the movie, and, you know, that's what the conscious community, we, we deal with that somewhat, and like I was saying earlier, if you're you're vibrating at your right level or the right frequency, then TV watching, oh, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, will not affect you as great because it won't give you that impression or that memory trigger of whatever is on the TV to go out and do whatever's on TV, basically. And then you have to also include the piggybacking effect of whatever may be included in the sleeves or the hidden um, images behind the, the actual thing that we may be viewing, you know what I'm saying? And again, also with the flicker rates and the 240 different um, changes of the scene that we're not seeing right there in that one second or the frames. And so the harmonic, the sound, that's um, that's our left brain. Then the um, visualization or the sigil is the right brain. So that captivates the individual way. It, it locks it down because the pineal gland is not going to be producing properly uh, the the elements that are needed for the water to keep being water. You know what I'm saying? So it's getting bombarded with the negative lower vibration energy anyway, and that fire or that those thoughts or the, that type of idea that's being formulated through the sigil by way of the word magic or the sigil of magic 
is going to affect the molecular structure in a diverse or negative manner. So bring that love intention. It's like some of those meditations where we bring the mantras and the positive words and high vibration. It, it changes the DNA to a higher state, and then you put like uh, 432 hertz out there or uh, the, uh, the 528 or something like that, the love hertz, the healing hertz, the 432. So you bring those in and, and, uh, and it's increasing those avenues of, of molecular change as well. But just arm yourself, you know, just stand, sit still and, and just be mindful, being mindful, meditate just to meditate. All right, but so that that is the media in, from the metaphysical magician's um, point of view. So protect our melanin one good way, and this is a good tip and trick. I did it eight years ago. Turn the TV off. I get on the Internet every once in a while. You know, I do have, like right now, I, I'm on the computer. You know, but I refuse. I'm not, I forgive me for being this way. And I guess you say I'm a man said in my ways or whatnot. It's just my mind would not allow me to um, to indulge in uh, certain activities on the Internet because I've become so I, – I, I noticed that when I did back in, like, 2011, I, I got distracted a little bit, and I wasn't doing the other things that I was doing before, like, between 2009 and 2011. But uh, it, it helped, though. It did help when I was active on certain um, social media networks. But uh, I also noticed that when I regressed or went away from that, Type of activity on a day to day, and I minimized it. I saw I saw beneficial changes. And then when I completely stopped watching TV, though, seven years ago, which would be what's that, two sixteen? I mean, seven years ago, yeah. So that's two two eight. Right, yeah, two thousand seven, two thousand two seven. So. You know, eight years and I watch TV. They say it take about a year for the pineal gland to um, become fully functional. Well, they say it takes about a year of not watching TV. That's just one of the things that we will have to do to get the pineal gland back to its uh, like a hundred percent of its capabilities of accessing that light properly and being able to do those other things with it. You know, so get involved with deep breathing exercises because the breath is where. Um, the water is basically, if you want to look at it like that, the acrylene is the, the the most prevalent and the easiest way to get it to obtain it is through the breath. So, all right, but that that is my look on it, on Maniac Europe in America. The Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 